0: This three-day retreat will stream live from Omega's Hudson Valley campus, May 17th to 19th. Don't miss the party. Reserve your spot at eomega.org slash
1: party today. I'm Sienna, and I'm Toast. We're partners in love, life, and music, and we've been together since 2001. With each episode of this podcast... Our goal is to help lesbians and lesbian
0: kobolds lift their lives to the next level. Hey, everyone. Hey, and welcome to the Sienna and Toast podcast. We hope we're catching
1: you at a time where you're feeling great and loving life. And today on the podcast, we are going to be talking about pivotal moments. And by that, we mean each of us is going to try and share
0: an event or uh, chapter in our lives that we believe changed the trajectory of our life.
1: Now, it sounds do, so serious. <laughs> we do feel like you will have many pivotal moments in your life. Yeah, I hope so. So yeah. we're just picking, we're just picking one, and we're going to share a little bit about that and why that's important. But first, we want to say that Bonnie. If you listened to the last episode, Bonnie did reach out to us and confirmed that her birthday is indeed October thirty first. Bonnie is on it. Bonnie on mean, it. She, she was right there. Just popped right up, <laughs> and I was like, "Are you serious? Dang, Bonnie! She's efficient, In-
0: incredible. Yeah, yeah, it was such a thrill. She is to great. hear from Bonnie, and then Amanda." pop Amanda right up I mean on our on our blog Amanda Amanda. formerly
1: formerly known as Alo because people won't know well no they would know Amanda but anyways formerly known or still known as Alo I don't know then we have Ruth Ruth the Moo well no it's Rue the Moo
0: oh Rue the Moo yeah that's right Rue the Moo Rue the Moo because her cat we um, we cannot oh we cannot be the only ones
1: who like we call into people as their Instagram name as their Instagram name I know I know because we do, though. We're like, oh, my God, Colonel Mustard just liked right. our picture. Oh, yeah. And up at the oh, my God. Cheese and Olive. They. Right. <laughs> and their names are not Cheese and Olive. But we call them Cheese and Olive. And Toast and I know exactly who we're talking about. So, anyways, it has become such an Instagram world. But also, we want to say mahalo to the Bad Cats out in Hawaii who popped up to Bad Cats and, and their rocket. Hmm. They're cat. Their cat, rockets. Rocket. Uh Fisher Girl and Mel. Fisher Girl and Mel. All of these original, Jen, All of these original, Steven. Yes. Listeners. So thank you all for for being there, for either seeing our Instagram or Facebook post or having subscribed to the podcast and then all of a sudden you know, you saw it on your phone. So thank you. How and stayed subscribed for seven yes. years. I was like what? With nothing. Oh so, my God. So thank you we were very happy to hear from all of you and we're looking forward to hearing from more of you. So reach out to us. Say hi. Uh okay. Ours our Instagram Our Instagram yes. is Sienna and Toast. Yeah. We keep it Sienna. boring for you. And toast. Yes. So anywho, um, something else. Okay, so the last time uh we were recording the podcast, I was very rude and did not have great podcast etiquette in the sense that not only was I clinking about, which I'm sorry, you're going to hear some clinking on this episode too, but I even slurped when I got to the bottom of my cup. But the clinking, um, we thought you folks might want to know this, the clinking is because we moved to reusable straws. We used to buy plastic straws oh, from the Dollar Tree. Hurting the And then we ocean
0: would throw those plastic straws away. And I know, it's just really bad. This has to stop. So we decided to buy glass straws. Well, actually, we tried stainless steel straws first. Then we found out about glass straws. And we just want to recommend
1: to you all, get the glass ones. Get These the shatterproof. Get the glass straws because for me, anyways... There there are two reasons. The stainless steel straws do have that metal taste, uh, which is not so fun, but more, more important than that is with the glass straws, you can really see that you are actually cleaning the inside of the straw very well, so... That was really the main reason why I did not want to move to reusable straws. <laughs> you need to be able to clean oh them and, and be assured Kinda that
0: creepy. you will not slurp up some leftover, an over. old remnant of I something. Weird. I don't know, yeah. right? So when, so, when you buy, yeah, uh, these reusable straws, either stainless steel or glass, usually, right? Like mm-hmm. it comes with the appropriate sized bottle brush, so you can, you know, clean your straws.
1: Clean so, your just straws, so you know,
0: yeah. So do that. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And the glass ones are in different colors. So if you have like, you know, a bunch of friends over, you can each have your own color and not mistakenly sip from somebody
1: else's straw. It's very true. It's very true. Okay. Do I have time to tell them about the tuna? We might
0: need to save it for the next episode. The tuna? Because we want to
1: talk. Oh, okay. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So we... <laughs> tuna. <laughs> You're such like a, a tease. That's like a... You did a tuna tease. <laughs> all right. Anyways, we will share... Oh, my God. Oh, we okay. Will share... Jeez. I don't think we <laughs> we're going to edit that one out. Tuna. <laughs> vegan tuna comment. We will save that for the next episode. Yes. So... Yes. If you no, are... It cannot wait. ...enticed by that. Okay. All right. So let's move on to... Pivotal moments. Pivotal moments. Okay.
0: So, since this is a <sighs> Sienna and Toast show, uh, do you think like
1: Sienna should go first? Well, I, I will go first. You are. Okay. How about that? Okay. okay. So pivotal moments. So, um, as I mentioned, you know I've had several pivotal moments. As I as I would imagine, all of us have them, but. The most recent one is the one that really stands out in my mind for me, and that was in 2016 when our sweet Kumin passed away. She passed away in July of 2016, and uh, we talked a little bit about her on the last podcast, and we had her for over, well, I had her for over 19 years with me, and so when you think about that, that's like, you know, I've had unconditional lovings for over 19 years from this beautiful sweet soul. Mm. So when she passed away, there was so much processing to do and there still is, like I I had mentioned. Yeah. And
0: yeah. and I think too because uh she passed away from uh a cancer. Right? yes which required a lot of extra uh, hands-on care very attentive constant care for a long period of time and so that kind of uh, routine mm-hmm. you know and that kind of close involvement with her for so long and and then she passes and then there's like that empty space i think that magnifies the loss in a way
1: in a way but also in another way i feel like it helped to prepare me mm. because it wasn't sudden mm. mm-hmm. but also i felt like you know the i mean the routine and one day like like we mentioned on the last podcast one day part of the healing process will be to get the information organized and to present it on our website for other people who are dealing with a cat with squamous cell cancer, um, but the care that she needed was pretty pretty intense, and it did involve about six different feedings. Yeah, like hand feeding, hand feeding, syringe feeding. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's what this this is how I felt though. I felt like it was an honor to do that for her. I mean, it was the least I could do for her, you know, to be there right mm-hmm. by her side, to feed her, to blend her food, to have it all ready for her. It was the least I could do. So when people would hear what I was doing, it because we would be out and it's like, okay, sorry, I got to go home because we have to go feed cumin. um, They're like, oh, my God, that's like so much. But it was like, it's my honor and mm-hmm. my pleasure. Mm-hmm. And it's my it's my turn now to really give her back that love in this stretch of time. So that happened in July, and as you can imagine, um, that, that was already a lot. Then September of that same year, my grandma passed away, and that was just like, oh, my God. that's That on top of the cumin passing was huge for me because my grandma was the one who raised my brother and I so she was like my mom mm-hmm. right, and even though she had been uh she had required a different type of care for many, many, many years. but when this happened uh she we weren't expecting it uh she had a, a an issue and she had to go to the emergency. And so we heard about it. They said it didn't look good. We tried to get back before she passed, but we didn't, we didn't make it. And so it was very, very stressful. And when we say, uh, get back, it was, uh, to fly back to Hawaii. Fly back to Hawaii. Yeah. Yes. And so anyways, oh, so with all of that, you know, um, especially with the passing of my grandmother, I felt like I guess when someone passes you you sort of reflect back on their life, their life, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which also in turn just starts you reflecting on your own life, yeah, I think, and you reflect on their life and your little place in it, you know yes. like you
0: see like they live this whole life, and I got to play this part
1: in yes it. yes and so one of the things I that really uh struck me and why that's such a pivotal moment for me or a pivotal time I would say that was a 2016 was a pivotal year I would say for me mm-hmm. is because I felt like she well I didn't feel like she she actually did sacrifice so much to take care of My brother and I. In fact, she was, when she passed in 2016, I was the age she was when she took my brother and I in, which she changed her whole career so she could be home with us. She, I mean, she changed everything. And all of, I felt like all of her dreams were just really pushed aside and there was no time for yeah. her dreams. So what that started for me is really assessing my life, and I realized that, oh my gosh, I am just wasting my life here. That sounds dramatic, but I felt like um, I felt like she gave me this great starting point, and I did not follow through with really being persistent with my dreams, going for it, Mm. staying strong. You know, if I fall off, pick myself back up. It's like somewhere along the way I fell asleep. And so when she passed, I looked at my life and I I was like, I got to change some things. I want to change some things. And that is really what opened the door to so much. So much, and you know, we will share in more detail uh, through several podcasts about that particular time. But really, it just sent me on this other trajectory, sort of, of learning all these different things, um, and really, and just being more in, intentional, being very deliberate about, like, okay, wait a minute, stop, like, living. Positive. First of all, having a vision for my life again. Yeah. and living each day to the best of my ability um with the intentions that i set out it really it it just it just woke me up basically it was mm-hmm. like i was sleepwalking through life you know so and all of that led up to a a an amazing 2017 and That's that ended with <laughs> our decision to move yeah and a beginning of 2018 where we are here in Portland. Mm-hmm. And it all started with the reflection that the circumstances of 20, 2016 um, brought. Mm-hmm. So that. That's great. Whew. Was it intense? Try, uh-huh. A little bit. Was it?
0: I feel like it. Yeah. I don't yeah. know. But in the best way, right? In the good way, because because you took the message, you took the the message from life or universe, however you want to call it, from grandma to, and you know, took it to heart and did something positive with it. Like you took action on it instead of just yes. going whoa and then just well, going back to the usual,
1: right? Well, it's kind of it's 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 kind of amazing when you think about that moment when you are willing to really look at your life. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: I mean, it starts with that. Like, am I willing to really look at it versus just going around numb and just getting by and being okay. Yeah. Just like, it's okay.
0: You know, autopilot
1: people asking you, how are you? You're like, Oh, I'm fine. You know, but, and you might trick yourself into thinking you're fine. But when you really are ready to look at your life, sometimes you'll find that you don't love it. But the wonderful thing about that, that same moment is that when you realize that, that is your, that is your opening to make a decision if you're going to change it. Mm
0: -hmm. And And, you can.
1: And you absolutely can. Absolutely. So Toast, what was your pivotal moment? Well out of your many pivotal moments. Definitely
0: the one that the one that came to mind, and again, it like you said, it's not just one moment. It was right, like right. a chapter, a phase, right? Um, has to do with realizing that boing, I'm gay. <laughs> I mean, that was a big deal what for was me. Boing.
1: What is that? Because that's how it feels
0: like <laughs> when you're like, wait a minute. Um,
1: but yeah. you had felt that before, Well, though. here's the
0: thing. And I know you talked about this in previous episodes, but it was like so long ago. So I'm just going to say it again. I grew up in a family that went to church every Sunday and had Bible studies hosted at their house and every Wednesday. And so I, I grew up, and, and this church is like an evangelical Protestant Church, like I was born again. I received Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior, right? I asked Him into my heart and all that stuff. And how I many didn't, times? I didn't
1: even. Yeah, I don't know. I that happens often, though, right? Like in your experience, it wasn't like you just you did it once.
0: Well, I was told that if you do it once, then you're good. Like you're saved. Oh, okay. You know, then, then you're good with God. Okay, but. And I think this is very common also in that culture, in this teaching. But I I still had doubts. It's like, well, did I do it good enough? Did I do it right? Mm, Like, mm -hmm, I better do mm -hmm. it again just in case. You know, there's always that uh, feeling of insecurity, doubt that, like, I don't know.
1: But if you sin, do you have to do it again?
0: No. Oh, okay. It's not like confession
1: with um, Catholicism. Yeah. Which is a whole other
0: podcast. (laughs) That's a whole (laughs) other. Oh, God. You should have seen
1: how Toast looked at me. It's like, yep, I know. Did you see the horror and fear in my eyes? Okay.
0: So what I was going to get to, though, is that I just thought gay meant happy until I was like a young adult, I would say. Like in high school or later? That's a very long time. Maybe later. Yeah. Yeah, like I, I didn't not, not have a category in my brain for there are people on the planet who are attracted to people of the same gender or of the same sex. Those people exist. Like I did not know like that was the case at all. So when I was aware of like, oh, I'm attracted to other girls you know, like the people that I'm attracted to are other girls. It was like feeling like, oh, my God, my blood is fluorescent green. You know, mm, it's mm-hmm. like th- th- there's nobody else on the planet like this. Like, I'm really weird. I'm really, really weird. That was
1: the feeling I had. But and you luckily, Oh, what? Go ahead. But, okay, so in school, you kids weren't talking about gay people. Nope. Like, even just not like if they made of. fun of someone. I'm not saying it's, you know. You know how kids can be mean. Yeah. So you didn't hear people like... I was aware... Okay. So I, the closest thing that I can
0: remember along those lines were um, people making fun of gay guys. But they mm. didn't use the word gay because in Hawaii, the word you use is mahu. and right. A mahu person is an effeminate mm. guy. Right. So I guess I mean, looking back, I think I just chalked it up to oh that's, you know, an effeminate guy. That's it. So literally that.
1: Yeah. Just, you know, like a So you didn't like a limp rested kind of guy. So you you didn't think that those guys liked other guys? You didn't register that. I guess
0: I didn't give it much thought (laughs) enough, I guess. And those are guys right and you're you know, a girl and, okay yeah. and so it. if yeah. there were girls then they they weren't what they were is they were tomboys you know and those are girls that are more masculine just like there's fem, feminine guys that's mahu then there are masculine girls and those are called tomboys and that's that hmm. that was the extent to what i thought okay of. until i realized i was like oh my god okay yeah so I have green blood, or, right? I thought it was all alone. Okay. Luckily, I met, uh, I met up with some friends who had, had grown up separate from me, and it turned out one of them was gay. And so she basically kind of asked me straight out, one time we were just driving and she was like, so are you gay? You know, and that was the first time somebody asked me that. And so we kind of had a talk. Was that Lizard? It was, no, her name was Mel.
1: Okay. Yeah.
0: And through through that, her and that conversation and some of her friends who are also gay, they started like, oh, they lent me some issues of Ad, the Advocate magazine. You know, I was like, oh, oh, my God, wow, there's a whole magazine about this. (laughs) And and I would start to go to uh, the specialty newsstand in our town where you could buy magazines on all kinds of, you know, niche topics, including, of course, porn magazines. And that's where you could find The Advocate. In the porn section. Yeah. Oh, interesting. You know, or or just, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yes. You know what I'm saying? Like that, those were the days when, when um, gay was like, it's, it's a shameful thing, right? You have mm-hmm. to, you, mm-hmm. you can't just uh, go, go to the regular supermarket play, uh, supermarket magazine stand, mm-hmm. and pick up the Advocate. They don't carry that kind of a magazine there, you know? So that was the feeling I had, I guess, about myself, right? Realizing oh my gosh, I'm gay. Not to mention all of the all of the religious Bible stuff that I you grew up with dealt yeah. with and everything yeah. like that. That's a whole separate story. But I remember and I guess this is part of the pivotal phase or chapter, I was in college at the time that Ellen came out on her T V show. And she was on the cover of, what was it, Newsweek time? And it said, yep, I'm gay. Yeah. Right? And at the time, I was living, um, I had a roommate. Um, We were living not that kind of a roommate. (laughs) Like a (laughs) serious, just a regular roommate. roommate. No, no, just a regular roommate. Um, We were both going through the same school. And so we we, um, had an apartment, two bedroom apartment, right? And I stayed up. By myself, because i I had to watch this episode of Ellen, and I just remember taking it in and being like, "Oh my God, this is happening, yeah you know, and just feeling like, "Oh wow, society is changing and mm-hmm. I'm so grateful and glad this is awesome and and I remember doing that time too, like Melissa Etheridge, Katie Lang,, mm-hmm. you know, and just seeing. Starting to see around me, there are other gay people. Yeah, and and realizing that there's a lot of us, and that when I'm walking around on the street and I'm seeing a bunch of people, uh, any number of them could be gay.
1: Mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like
0: it's kind of like you're just your eyes just open up and you kind of have that X-ray vision of like, oh, I'm seeing stuff that other people probably don't see because they grew up in a house where you went to Sunday school and had Bible study on Wednesday nights and they're Mm -hmm. not gay. So they never had to deal with it, you know? Mm -hmm, mm
1: -hmm.
0: So just that. And I just remember wishing that like my parents could have their eyes open to,
1: you know? Yeah. Yeah, you know, when you're talking about that, it was such a different time. Because when I'm thinking about how you're saying that uh, you thought gay just meant happy (laughs) Mm -hmm. all the way through your young adult years. Mm -hmm. But that time, you couldn't Google. Right. You couldn't Google. That's right. So, I mean, thank God, in a way, we can Google now. (laughs) Thank God we can Google, um, but and we can podcast. We can podcast. Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. So I know we're. I know we need to wrap up this episode. But mm-hmm. so, how do you feel that that phase in your life, that time in your life when you realized this and your eyes were open? How was your life different after that point? I feel like during that
0: time, it I needed to make a decision as to whether I'm going to live my life as a gay person. Mm-hmm. Like, am I, you know, going to confront this head on and mm-hmm. ask the hard questions of myself and find out the answers for myself. Um, as far as like what the Bible really means mm-hmm. and, and all of that sort of thing, you know, am I going to be true to what I feel inside yeah, um, or am I going to just stuff it down and just, you know, act quote unquote normal so that I don't quote make waves with my family and and all that stuff or am I am I going to be true to myself like which which struggle am I going to choose because either way it's a struggle I think Um, I made the decision to be as true to myself as I can be
1: Mm, and mm -hmm. I feel
0: like through making that choice and making that decision I feel like I learned, I evolved, I became a person that I want to be, yeah, i think I think i'm closer to the person that I want to be than I would have been if I had made the other choice, which is stuff your feelings down, yeah. pretend
1: pretend you're not gay, mm-hmm. make mm-hmm. your parents happy, you know, like and I, we know people like that, yeah who who have mm-hmm. that's what they decided, you right. know, and everyone has the right to decide whatever they want want Mm -hmm. for their lives. But I think that's really neat because pivotal moments, you know, or pivotal times in our life really do lead us to that window or that opportunity to make a decision. Yeah. And. No kidding. And it's a constant.
0: I think it's a constant choice, too, in a way. Yes. You know, it's not like you just make it once and okay, then that's it. You I mean, metaphysically,
1: metaphysically, once you make that decision, it does send that energy out in a in a direction. It helps. I feel like you, it. D- it does do that. Yeah, I think but it you, gives you a foothold, but you have to keep. You do have to keep re-deciding. Putting the
0: next foot in front of the other yep. every day.
1: Very true. So true. But it gets easier and easier. I think it does. I feel like that,
0: and it's so worth it.
1: And I love my life. Me too. I love my life. So, you know, to feel that way is priceless. That's right. Truly. That is so right.
0: You cannot, and that's, that's uh, why, that's what fires me up. And I, and I love that concept of that. You can't pay somebody to do these things for you. You right. have to do them. You, you yep. earn them. You have to do them. It's on you and yours is the reward. Yep. Yours is the reward. Very true. <sighs> So it was an honor to share
1: our pivotal moments with you, dear listener. Yeah. If you folks have a pivotal moment that you'd like to share with us, feel free to comment. Where where can they comment? On the blog? Where, yeah. You can go on
0: to com slash podcast. Okay. That's where we're putting up each episode and we're opening it up
1: for comments if Okay. If you would like to share. Could they also come, they can also comment on Instagram or on Facebook, right? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And oh, Facebook. Hmm. Well, yeah, just a quick note. Okay. So (laughs) we are more active on Instagram. And if you do see our posts on Facebook, they come automatically from stuff we post on Instagram. But we will be reacquainting ourselves with Facebook. To some degree, yeah. Just a little, bit. Oh right? my gosh, that's I a whole other episode of Facebook. Talk about mixed we feelings. We're going to just shut it down. And we
0: know Instagram is owned by Facebook. Uh, but anyway, that's, okay. Yes, we
1: do know that. Yeah, okay, anyway. that's a whole other Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's a whole other pivotal moment. Uh, all right. Okay. So anyways, you all, I hope you guys have a great day, a great week. And until next time, this is Sienna. And this is Toast, telling you to love
0: life, live free.